0: Welcome folks to the overlooked unplanned chaos of the creative mind. Art is never planned, it's just an emotion that driven from the inside that's being actually put on paper through a lot of experiences that are expressed in many versions and samples of the the chaos that is unplanned. There are many examples of so-called um, how can I put it in simple words, uh, in, intuitive art, art of the Aborigine, art of the children, art of even putting marks down in a bar while you're drinking and listening to the ambiance, to the music, to whatever's around you, to actually, um, you know, these unplanned ideals, these unplanned marks. It's It's almost looking at a Basquiat painting His work was very spontaneous, very lewd, very remarkably fresh, but unstoppable. And also, he had an expression that was unique to his own experience that was driven by, you know, whatever was around him. That was, you know, he was a very example of what children would draw, but in a more sophisticated manner. As you can see, the works like Clay, like Kandinsky... And so on. And what I mean by overlooked, there's a lot of art that's being worn on our bodies. I recently was listening to mass media. I don't TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Um, There was a message by a friend of mine by the name of James Dupree. He said that we wear art. We are all about art. And people tend to overlook that. You got people that design stuff. You got people that make stuff in clothing. You got people that write art and make it digital. I mean, it's the whole gambit. We are actually around a lot of art, but a lot of people tend to take that for granted. And, you know, it's overlooked, and sometimes when you don't understand it, it can become a chaotic noise, you know. It's almost like a screeching brake before you have to change the brakes when you're driving. It's just the chaos of the creative mind. And I'll say it again, the chaos of the creative mind. Mind, folks, to really understand that it's just an initiative that we have as people where we express ourselves through literature, through music, through whatever it is that we can actually bring a creative ideal and set it to a stage for an audience to actually look at and become immersed in it and also be inspired by it to do their own type of creativity based on whatever language that they learned to put out there in the field for all to see. We are not blind. We're not actually understanding what is around us. Even me, there's everything that we look at every day and we have to learn every single day how we watch, do things, even walking to the store, even seeing the ambiance around you, smelling the air, taking in nature as well is also a part of this artistic experience. I mean, throughout history, Throughout history, you know, those uh, cave paintings in France that were done thousands of years ago and they were recently discovered, I don't know, a few decades ago or even longer, but also the first experience before there was a handwritten language was the image, the image. We got to understand where it's overlooked, it's unplanned chaos of the chaotic mind. That is the theme of the show that I'm talking about right now. And that is one of the things that, as human beings, everything we do, everything is related to the unlooked unplanned chaos of the chaotic mind. Let's talk about inspiration here. Uh, I gotta say something about that. That is a very very important um, think charge. Think charge. I I call it, it's more like a, a think charge. It's almost putting A power source into an electronic device. But the power source is our eyes, our nose, our lips, our mouths, even our hands. What we touch, what we feel. To actually create impressions of how we feel. Of what we take in. How we put things together. How we organize these thoughts from, I don't know, heartbreaks depression, excitement, violence even. You can go through a whole gambit of emotions to put down marks that reflect what is inside you and yet not understand them when you put them on the canvas, when you put them on the piece of paper, when you put these visual marks that release these inner ids that come and destroy you inside. I mean, as an artist, it's hard to explain. You just do it. You don't think about it. You just make sense of the chaos of the creative mind. You know, it's unplanned. It's a very, it's unpromptu. It's almost like um, jazz, for example. Jazz is a great example to use for improvisation and how musicians will just come up and change stuff constantly changing tempos and creating new music while they're playing music, which is wonderful. Same thing with abstract art or any type of creative art, even if it's structured. Let's say you paint a portrait and then you do the background. And it could be a very checkered background. It could be anything that is not conformed to the structure of the academia or whatever form that is originally from. But back again, we are our minds, our souls are plugged into the earth, the Gaia, that brings this sort of information into the 2D surface, 3D surface, digital surface, movies. Everything that we come across is based on the creative mind and is also part of the overlooked, unplanned chaos of the creative mind. That is the perfect theme about how great art is made. I can give you a list or examples of the chaotic mind. But what's the point? You have to do it. You have to be the chaos. You have to immerse yourself and create that wonderful tune, whatever it is, to express whatever is driven inside to make the to make sense of the human experience. Jimi Hendrix experience. Oh God. I mean, I love music. I love music. There's always a story in music that is being told. I love art. Same thing. There's always a narrative or, or a texture or whatever that's formed out there that touches the soul. And it's an identifier as a personality of one's expression or how to relate to expressions that are out there. God, man. I cannot explain what it is to do art. I've been doing art for over forty years. No, I gotta say fifty years. Fifty years I've been doing art. I've been told I'm good at it. So okay, great. You know, but I don't look at it that way. It's it's always been impersonal for me. If if the business end of it works, if it doesn't work, such as life, that's something of artist friend of me taught. A long time ago, a college friend of mine taught me that word, such as life. So be it. Money will come, money will go. But you have to put in and put out, but you really have to look at the integrity of the work. You just can't put something together and throw it out there. No, there has to be some type of structure, some type of substance within that chaos, without without any type of training without any type of learned skills within that set you're not going to achieve anything i've seen i've literally seen work out there that was soulless dirty it it, 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 was, it was just markings why but sometimes people identify to those soulless markings because probably themselves they themselves are soulless. Who knows? I don't. You know, it's the, the artist's just been so diluted right now. Who is going to appreciate something that's highly technical or highly expressive anymore? But then again, the there's the you know, there's that saying, the eye of the beholder, everybody's got a reason for that relation that they have. Or it's strictly business. People will just buy, buy, buy for property investment purposes. But, you know, when you really look at it, that's all the wrong ideals for a creative mind. You have to suffer. You have to receive. You have to do these things in order to create these masterpieces, whatever those things are. Recently. I've been involved in an event where a musician a really a very fairly well-known musician and I was really thrown by the music I was turned on by the music so I created three paintings within a week wow that was a first because never I have had that type of experience where i had a musician i never heard of before turn my creative cycle on the drawback of that it was inspired by possible sales or whatever um the event happened uh the musician was interested but he fell back But I managed to sell a piece, and then I sold another piece because of that exhibition. I'm grateful for the promoter who had my work exposed there, but when you look at all the wrong reasons, that's probably one reason that was not cool. But at the same time, it was also rewarding. It paid a bill that I couldn't pay myself, and that is a part of life, so be it. But, um, as a creative individual, you just gotta be, you just can't like construct these things. You can design and make work to actually be sellable and marketable and have a consistent market. But after a while, the work would just lose its stamina or it's, I don't know, it would just lose its creative nugget, whatever that is. It just, it dies, you know, there's... There's a lot of great artists out there, but unfortunately, they tend to design their work around their audiences just to make a living, which is very understandable, but that also destroys the actual notion of creativity. But in the past, that's been done before, like um, Monet, the, the guy who painted the water lilies, he was a profitable artist, he painted for the clients and everything, he was a very good painter, very successful at it, but he was at a time where impressionism was new, and very few people did that, that was a movement that was actually in the turn, before the turn of the century, around the turn of the century in that area, um, that was actually being sought after and actually being appreciated. And he can get away with that because he's an actual talent. And then again, we're dealing with a culture. Let's say the 20th century is a perfect example how everything changed, um, you know, with the creation of Cubism with Picasso and Brock. But when you when you really look at it, Art is a weird thing. It's a very subjective. I cannot say that I did these paintings for the wrong reasons. I can do three paintings in four days. Well, I've been painting and drawing for 50 years. I mean, that's not a big deal, and I have a strong capacity. So from what I hear from a lot of people who have seen and been exposed to my work and actually own my work... That is something that I can actually say after five decades. And hopefully some of this stuff that I said made any type of sense to anyone that has been here a long time in this planet. Like, I have five five decades surviving that. Wow. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, this is overlooked unplanned chaos of the creative mind. Let's say overlooked unplanned chaos of the creative mind is the theme and life can be chaotic life can be unplanned you know it's overlooked sometimes but sometimes you're just gonna have to just take it for what it is and next episode will be soon thank you so much for listening